comic familia. This is a big day. I've known this gentleman for five years strong. There's a lot of you who have been watching the channel since the CBSI days. Shout out, Ben. And part of the trending 10 that we would cover would be communicating with the writer of said list, but there was a liaison. There was a person in between. I would even go as far to say it would be a middleman because it was an integral part of the process. And his name was Jack DeMeo, AKA Mr. Bolo. First time right. on the show. And you're here to talk about you starting with whatnot, a damn publishing company. Right. If we're going to do a first appearance, this is the first appearance to do. Jack, what have you done? You know, we started something. We, we got something going. This is nuts, man. Like Ryan and I are here to cover this whatnot publishing launch. We've been chatting about it being akin to like the a founder's day where we're really feeling it. You know, the energy here at Denver Fan Expo has been outstanding. And I'm seeing an extravagant amount of individuals just excited online. The, the press has gone out there and the comic fam sees it. And I don't even think they know what's coming. No, they definitely don't know what's coming. But it's one of those things, like, we've been working on this behind the scenes for, like, seven months. So you... Only seven months. You know, <laughs> in only seven months, only this guy puts months. together more than four comic books, and Wesley Snipes is on the creative team. You know, but it's one of those things. It's not... That's not me. That's, that's a whole team. The, the founders... We, we're missing Trevor this weekend, but the founders have all brought the heat to the table. Uh, I think the image uh, comparison is apropos, because you're bringing people from different worlds, different walks, kind of... The stories are so diverse, uh, and we're kind of coming together to put this thing together. Everybody's got a really a singular vision, though. We really want to bring comic books to the masses. We want to really be thoughtful about collectability, which I think is missing from the publishing game right now. Um, and I'm excited for these ash cans to hit the market today. 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, by the time people see this, they will be out there. The one thing that we have been chatting about all weekend, watching this publishing announcement take place, was seeing that Whatnot was doing something different. The application involvement with distribution right. is never been done before, to my knowledge. This is a very unique way of releasing comic books, and you could have just stuck with the application route, but you're also going the diamond route. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we look, you want to really consider all facets of the market. And one of the biggest and most integral parts in, of the health of the overall comic market is the LCS. Um, certainly whatnot. It's a live streaming platform. Uh, you can go direct to consumer. But at the same point, like we want to be really mindful of that traditional book market. Also for discoverability, like I'm so excited that we're going to get the whatnot logo into every comic shop in America. Um, if you haven't heard about us yet, you're going to hear about us now. Uh, so that's that's very exciting. And it, it allows us really to get increased awareness and exposure uh, because I'm very proud of the things we're doing in the comic community and, and launching this publishing imprint is another example. Uh, I really appreciate you saying that that's not something you've seen from like legacy platforms. It, it, for us, in each of the communities in which we work in, of course, the one that I'm the focused on is comics. Uh, you know, we really want to be a part of the community. It's not just enough just to have this platform where people can buy and sell, um, but we also want to listen to our users. So from things like creators who launched onto the platform, who all have these amazing, everybody's got a story, right? Everybody's got a thing they want to get out there. Uh, hearing that they were looking for distribution and looking for alternative distribution uh, some, with some of the kind of legacy publishing companies, um, you know, having kind of like a certain playbook. And we can throw the playbook out. We can have some fun with it. Uh, so that, that attracted me and, and whatnot to it. Um, the other opportunity is we got a lot of sellers who are looking for supply. Right. Um, they, you know, they're looking for books. They're looking for exclusives. 
they want something that feels native to the whatnot ecosystem. And this is really the biggest and best way that we can approach that. So really, really proud of, of what the team has put together for this launch. Being here right here with you on the Comic Time 101 YouTube channel, where is there a better place to kind of kick all of this off? So, so full circle for, for when you and I started working together five years ago. Yeah, it's been a, a crazy ride Jack, I mean, uh, the comic fam doesn't know, but behind the scenes, like we've been friends this entire time, even though we've kind of like, we were working on stuff in the past and then we had a little bit of a a gap in between, but then we started working together again and now we're chatting and seeing each other on a near bi-weekly basis. Right, right, right. It's come, it's come a long way. I'm so excited that we've now gotten to a place again where the world's opened up. We're back at conventions Mm -hmm. and then with the power of whatnot, the streaming boost, the whole kind of movement we've got going on at the convention scene. We've been able to get you out here uh, kind of bringing some books to the people, podcasting from all over the country. So fun to see. It's been fantastic. Ryan, you've been um, at an LCS working right. for over a year and a half. He, this guy just got his chops in, you know? So like, let's give a big shout out yes. to, to Fire Guy Ryan, who went full-time comic books over the last year and then started working at an LCS and for the Mystery Mail Call fam. You know, considering that you're seeing or have seen the new customers, new comic readers and buyers, probably more than we have, being that you were in the trenches, how do you think this is going to be different to connect with the readers and the community? I know from working there that just the fact that you have a new book with a number one on it, that, that's enough right then and there. But at least based on the previews we've read, these books stand on their own. There's enough here, I think, to make them pop. And I know if I was working at the shop... I could recommend some of this stuff to people, and I'm sure that's going to happen all over the country. Yeah, the number ones. Can we talk about that, Jack? Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's okay, so um, Alpha Beta, we were just chatting about that, and this one right here, you mentioned that this was your favorite of the four. Is that Correct. right? All right, so what was it like to see this book come into production, to be made, and then to be the first one, not just in the Ashcan, but slated for release this year? Yeah, I mean, it's look... Alphabet is amazing. If you haven't had a chance to go check out the YouTube channel, they've got the the premiere episode up there. Over 7 million views. So the people have already spoken. An option status book. Absolutely. As your debut. Absolutely. Classy move. Right. Who gets that opportunity? You know, we feel so lucky. Um, so it's such a no-brainer. Uh, obviously, coming from the YouTube space, you know, you're able to see how YouTubers can directly connect to an audience. And again, everybody has a story to tell. Um, so being able to take that story very much, you know, the, the Rick and Morty vibes to it. Um, it. It's, I think there's an audience there who's just clamoring for, for more. And then again, like the, the weather, no matter what we're talking about, the exile quested Ninja funk, you get something different from each of these books. Um, so what I'm excited for is when people go into it, uh, their LCS and they, they come up to a fire guy, Ryan, right. And maybe that's that new buyer who just doesn't know exactly what they're looking for. We're going to be able to give them something from the whatnot publishing label that will connect with them. There is a surprising amount of customers that we've acquired via the whatnot app that are first time comic buyers. Yes. There are members of our community here on whatnot that have acknowledged that there's just no LCS around them or the one that is closest is too far. And this is the most convenient way to acquire comic books. I think this right here is a example of an untapped market when the market itself is constantly criticized for being too small and is dwindling. 
and whatnot has just bridged the gap. That's absolutely the goal. You know, I live in South Carolina, and living in South Carolina, LCSs are few and far between. So I have always been very, like, sensitive to that concern. And then also, when you're dealing with, like, small-town LCSs, they can't afford to go so deep into the indies to order all of these books. So whatnot has become a place where no matter where you live, you can log on 24-7, and you can find comics. And that, that means a lot to me. And then also, we've got some of the biggest and best sellers and biggest personalities out in the community, including yourself, Comic Time 101, of course. Well, Jack, a.k.a. Mr. Bolo, what can they expect? Because we know the four titles. We're talking about them on the show here. But as we look at 2023, 2024, what are some things that you're hoping to see happen in this new market that you are paving the way with the assistance of such an amazing creative team? There's so many goals, right? Um, certainly, you know, everybody's got sales number goals, and really it's not about an actual dollar figure or a number sold. It's really about the place on the market. Uh, so there's, you know, everybody's got their favorite indie books, right? Sure. Um, and we've got those marked as targets, right? You, you know, you want to do that. I want Ninja Funk to be seen in the same light as Something's Killing the Children, Grim, which is the, one of the hottest indies out right now. Um, you know, I, I want it to stand up to Department of Truth and uh, a crossover and all of these great books. Uh, and getting to to watch this kind of journey and that we're going to go on to, tr to really try to make that happen uh, is extremely, extremely exciting. Cause really, I mean, look, I love all of these books, but this all started with Ninja Funk. Ninja Funk. And I think that's a great um, segue to really point out something that's happened and what makes this such a unique situation that I've compared to one of the biggest moments in, in independent comic history, which was the founders day of image. We've seen this begun already before Whatnot even got involved. Yes. We have seen multiple um, powerhouse creatives go to Substack, bring their communities there because they needed a platform and some way in between the LCS and them doing just their own self-publishing and distribution. There had to be a mechanism in between to reach to their community. So, of course, James Tynan, Jimmy T., you know, one of the best writers of all time, generations, right? Scott Snyder, Donnie Cates. Of course you can find them there. But what about everyone else? What about the, the, the next Jimmy T? What about the next Jenny Frizen? All of which, which are doing very similar things to connect to their community. And you're bringing up Ninja Funk, which is John Paul, one of the biggest uh, mystery box distributors in the United States, good friend of ours, comic dealer extraordinaire, yes. who just happened to have written a comic how did that happen? You just, he just told you I wrote a comic and you're like, let's make it a reality. It, it was so serendipitous how this has all come to be. Um, you know, it, John Paul is amazing as a retailer. Like that Spider-Man booth is second to none. Um, they often sit on top of the comics community within the whatnot ecosystem. And you know, one thing that I take here, we look at all of our relationships with sellers. They're our partners, right? It's not a transactional thing. I want to work with each and every seller on a one-on-one -on -one basis to really help them achieve their goals. Now that's tough. It, you know, when you got over 1,200 sellers at this point. But early on, a year ago at San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition, I got a chance to get out there. We didn't have a booth. You know, we weren't in the building yet. Um, but we were able to get out there and spend some time with some of our sellers who were. And I got to spend a good amount of time with JPG um, and really talk to him about, I got to watch his whole operation. You know, he's out there with his partner. He's got his mother on the booth. His mother was an absolute rock star at the booth. Um, and I always ask sellers, you know, what's the goal? Like, what's the dream? What's the end game? Like we all have that. And that constantly moves over time. But, you know, he gave me a very unique answer. Most sellers, it's 
it might be like a situation like Fire Guy Ryan, something you and I both have been through where you get to quit your day job and do comics full time. That's the dream for so many. Um, it may be a dollar figure. You know, I want to do X amount in sales. Sure. Um, for him, it was th this book that he had been working on behind the scenes for years with, you know, one of his best friends. And it, I got to see some pages. Like, he actually had some pages put together. The amazing Alex Regal killed it. And um, looking at these pages, I was immediately, as a comic book fan, I was taken aback by the book. It looked like something that if I saw on a shelf, I'd have to check out issue one. Uh, so when he told me that he wanted to publish it, wasn't exactly sure how to go about that. I took that as a challenge. There you go. You know, how can we make that happen? And I think that's the power of whatnot is that we can kind of solve the unsolvable. And there's really nothing that's that's outside of the bounds. As long as it, we're talking comics, we can, we'll find a way. Uh, so started having discussions with how we could make all of this happen. Met Kevin Rodatelli from Happy Tank and, and the rest is history. A.K.A. Mr. Bolo. You can find him on Instagram. I'll put the link in the description. You are doing some amazing things in this industry and you've been doing it for a long time, you know, five years strong. And it's really cool to see what you can do now with the power of whatnot. And I think that is one of the things that I want the members to take away with, uh, to take away from these conversations is that we have comic fans, readers, and collectors who are on these creative teams. Absolutely. You know, who are part of this company. And that is a huge difference than what I've seen in my entire career in comic books. There's a lot of readers. That's amazing. But the readers don't necessarily understand the collectors. The collectors don't un necessarily understand the original art collectors. You know, there's, these are different um, factions, but they all are part of the mechanism that makes comics a viable entity and a medium. Because it doesn't make sense that they exist. This should yeah. be a dead medium. We're talking about paper. Expensive paper, comic fam. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Book has hit 20 bucks. Let off the gas, Colin Fan, unless you're really gun for some Jack Kirby goodness. $75 cover price on this. Don't overbid. But if somebody wants it, we got it.